Hey everybody, welcome back. It is the Fantasy Regulars. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glauber. Welcome in. Uh, we got a lot to talk about, obviously. Uh, big weekend this past weekend. Um, how, was, uh, how, was, how was your rugby watching? Oh, well, I was doing work during <laughs> basically during the whole thing. So um, I watched rugby. I, I, I paid Same. attention as much as I could. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it was entertaining. Right. Um, I, I, I missed some some key moments, apparently, though, So uh, that, I, that I caught up with later. And I was like... I did not see that, and I'm sure we will talk about at least one of them. Yes, we will. I'm sure we will. <laughs> I'm sure that there's a few. There's a few that we uh, that we probably because I, I didn't even else missed. I didn't even see that they mentioned it during the broadcast or whatever like that. It wasn't until later when I was watching the 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 post game press conference, mm. and I was like, oh, "The fuck is Alan Wynn talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> I saw it. Oh, well. I saw that. Uh, all right, yeah. I mean, hey, this is, I look for certain things. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well. <laughs> all right. Um, so let's let's crack these lovely beers from Baxter Brewing that are for our very own Free Jacks. Light the way. Yeah. Yes. Been waiting to get my hands on these Free Jacks IPA. Of course, the Free Jacks opener is this weekend. At, down at uh, their place at Union Point, which will be great. The two of us will be in attendance. Absolutely. And I don't, I don't know, is, is, are either of us going to be sober? No. Okay. As long as we got that under control. Super. No, I have my my, my uh, match day flask all ready to go. Super duper to me. It will be gin and tonic, by the way. That that You can keep that. I don't. I, I, I can't sit there and drink whiskey all, all match. I'll be... <laughs> I'm angry enough as it is. That's true. You're an angry person when you drink whiskey. (laughs) That's true. Uh, This is for everyone else's safety (laughs) and keeping me on the side of uh, all bars. Yeah, no bars. No no bars, please. Um, Make sure that you're checking us out on on all your favorite podcast apps. Um, Download us, rate us, review us. We mostly want want reviews. We want to know what you guys think. So send us feedback. We'd love to hear it. Make sure that you're looking at your TRM upgrades. Obviously, we only have one TRM match to look at this weekend, which is kind of baffling, but mm. it is what it is. Yep, it is know? what it is. But you know, lock and load because next week everybody comes back and it's the stretch run towards the end of the season here. So get, get on that. Um, check out this weekend will be probably a light weekend for our friend, the Fantasy Rugby Geek, but that's okay. Uh, st- he's still going to put out plenty of good content mm-hmm. and uh, probably some stuff to prepare you for next week when... The prime kicks back in, so I wonder yeah. if either of us play him this weekend. I will go look. <laughs> Check that one right there. Uh, while we're doing this, um, and as we said, as I said last week, we if you're stateside and you are looking to get involved in fantasy rugby, please hit us up. Um, we would love to get a stateside FRD league going, and then obviously you can join us on TRM next year as well. Um, yeah, we just love to get it going, and hey, who knows? Maybe one day we can have a live draft. Yeah, an actual live a draft. live draft stateside. I think would be some sort of milestone that would no yeah you know, i'd be curious I mean, if I, anybody else has done one yet but and, and I, I, I would know. yeah i want to know for for people if they do live drafts over mm. over in 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 european and, and other countries there are areas. there are, i have seen some okay i have definitely seen some so i would like but i would like to get the first one here sure in, um here in the states that'd be great so yeah if you're stateside and you want to play frd at the very least let's Let's get together and have a have a little bit of fun, yeah. See, that would be a whiskey activity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't get too angry though. Um, news and notes before we get into other things. Um, France and Ireland off. Um, you know this this COVID nineteen thing is not a joke, obviously. Um, and World Rugby and Six Nations are not taking it lightly. So yeah. 
postponed to October, which is... Is that is that when they're deciding yeah. that we're going to play? That's what it looks like. Yes, I am in our... Uh, um, in our Super Rugby... Yep, our Super Rugby, I'm playing George. Yeah, which one's that? Is that the 15 or is that the... That's the no, it's the twelve. He's not in our fifteen. Oh, that's right. He's not. Okay, so that's the second, yeah. second league. Yep. Okay, cool. <laughs> Look out, buddy. <laughs> Ooh, that's that's very good though. It's, nice it's, it's, it's quite light. tasty. It's light, but it's still it's not like you know Mick Ultra or Ho- anything like yeah. that. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't take after the the team it's named after and fall apart at the end. Yeah, something like that. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but a great start to it. Yes, <laughs> great start. Fantastic. To it. <laughs> um, Eagle four twenty three. Is calling it uh, hanging him up. Uh, current now former USA Eagles captain Blaine Scully is hanging him up. Um, I don't know if anybody else saw the video of his former teammates that were uh, singing his praises from from both USA and uh, his club. I mean, Sam Warburton was on that. Jimmy Roberts has has chimed in on Twitter saying he was you know what a good player and what a good teammate he was. Um, by all accounts, a, a great great person to have on your team. Uh, played. Over 80 games in Europe between Cardiff and Leicester, and he's uh, he, he's going to be uh, he's going to be an asset that's going to be missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I will, I will rewind the clock a little bit. Um, in 2011, when he went to his first World Cup, he was shortly he was about to graduate Cal, or he was shortly about to. Either way, and he had the just cojones to tell all the media guys like I'm looking for a club, so let me know. Let if anybody's <laughs> interested, let me know. And he played himself into a contract, right? Because Lester did eventually sign him, hey. and I <laughs> applaud him. He played brilliantly. Um, and then rewind the clock, um, or fast forward from there at least. Um, a moment that springs to mind for me is when he goes up for a high ball at 2015 World Cup, and I saw this with my own two eyes. So that was the fun part for me. Um, goes up for a high ball, which we know Blaine can do quite well. <laughs> goes up with one Brian Habana. And neither one of them come out very good in the end. They no. both go off HIAs. <laughs> they both came down pretty hard. I was yeah. like, ooh, oh. they're both going to need to take a break. Uh, they did both return. But, um, yeah, so by all accounts, excellent teammate, solid player. He's been a mainstay in the USA team for a, a, a it feels like forever. It does. Um, you know, so. Uh, I, I To the point where I thought he was a lot older than he was. So. <laughs> yes. Yes. I was like, he's like my age. No, no, it just feels like it. <laughs> yeah. So, and, you know, there were a lot, you know, Nick Williams spoke very highly of it, and I respect Nick Williams a lot. Um, AJ McGinty spoke of how how well he brought him along as a, as a youngster, and obviously AJ is one of our favorites now. Uh, so, uh, all the best to Blaine, his wife, his young, his, his newborn, his newborn daughter, uh, you're going to be a miss to this thing. He did pen a very <sighs> onions, man. Onions. <laughs> it was. It's a. It's a very nice letter to that USA Rugby published. If uh, if you want to put a smile and have a tear come to your eye, go go ahead and read that thing. Um, uh, I have a, a ton of respect for Blaine Scully. So uh, good on you, dude. Uh, yeah, the game's going to miss you big time. Um, and then some not so happy news. <sighs> you know, you and I have had a problem with this gentleman for. Only a short time, honestly. <laughs> but really, it's now becoming more and more. Yeah, he's kind of a dickhole. Um, Tony Rowe, just, you know, f- so those that, those that don't know the story, uh, Flybe, an airline company that's based out of Exeter, folded. They had a deal with them, and they, Flybe had distributed tickets from Exeter that were given to them. And apparently, the Exeter told them, well, they're no longer valid. And, you know, Flybe's responsibility, apparently, was to tell the employees that, you know, the tickets weren't valid. And But at the same time, like, this is a local company. They just folded. Like, 
do you think their employees really are in for a shittier week? Mm-hmm. You know, right? And I wouldn't have thought that either. I wouldn't have been. I would have been like, oh yeah, let's go. And he said it was on them to check the validity of the tickets. And he would do it again, apparently, too. Oh, yeah. His, of... his con- the consolation prize for the Flybe employees that were turned away at the gate for Exeter is to go watch the B team play against Saracens. Yeah, exactly. In a, in a few like weeks. a B, yeah. Uh, get out of here. So, Tony Rowe, you are an asshole. And I knew, I wasn't sure if you were. Now I know you are. Yeah, now we know. Now I know you are. Now so, just, um, just putting that out there. A <laughs> um, little, little bit of player movement here. Um, Skelton is on, uh, a little bit old news. Skelton's on his way to France, going to La Rochelle. Uh, good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Very good for him. Good for La Rochelle too. Yeah. <laughs> good for that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> good for La Rochelle too. Yep. He's uh, he's gonna fit in quite well there. He's he, he made it pretty clear he doesn't want to go back to Australia. Mm-hmm. You know, until like basically until the end of his career. So <laughs> good luck getting him back yeah. there, guys. Um, and then uh, a pair of uh, youngsters for Saracens extend their their time at at. Uh, I don't know what to call it now at uh, the Saracens headquarters anyway. <laughs> um, and But they're going to go out on loan to a club that uh, you and I both kind of like. And yeah, I think we, that, we might be fans next year. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> it's not, not going to be hard for me to root for Bristol next Bristol, year. Not yeah. at all. So, uh, not that it's, ever, not that it's hard for me this year, but like next year, ve- oh, very for sure. easy. <laughs> for sure. And, I, and I, love, I love the signings for both of them. It gives... Um, it gives them some depth at outside back and, and, and fly half should they need Malins there. Obviously, back row is something, you know, Jordan Crane's going to leave. I think there's one yeah, more he's, departure he's coming up. Yeah. Um, then there's one more departure coming out. So uh, Ben Earl in the back row is going to be a lot of fun next to Nathan Hughes. So <laughs> that should be entertaining. And enough, if, if nothing is, else. And, if, and Lua, like, so, yeah, if their back row is, is Lua Tua, Earl, Earl and Hughes. And Hughes Dynamite. Dynamite. Oh, and then just a little nobody named Semi Rodradra coming through know, behind them. I, I mean Oh yeah, yeah. They're gonna be a fun team to watch. I mean they're fun already. <laughs> right. Put add these pieces that they're getting in. Obviously Sinclair's going there as well. So yeah, just <sighs> just have a oh. have a ball, Bristol. Have a ball. I'm having a ball right now. I bet you are over there. So that'll be uh, that'll make me a Bristol Bears fan for the year mm-hmm. at the very least. Um, yeah. and good on those two. I'm glad they committed their future. But they knew they're quality players. Obviously, they're they're prem quality players. They don't belong in the championship. Mm-hmm. They knew it. Series knew it and said, "All right, let's get this done to right. make sure that you're here, but you're getting better at the same time." And once again, we're seeing the. I've seen reports of people saying that they're. There's a lot of premiership clubs that are hesitant to bring on Saris players for a year. It's like, oh, they'll get a peek under the hood. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, okay. dude, they already know what you're doing. Yeah. Like, don't give me. So much for that Trojan horse theory. Right. Like, yeah, you don't, you don't, really don't have to worry about that. Right. You're telling me that because Jamie George is committed to um, the Saracens, uh, at least verbally. Uh, you're telling me that if you have a chance to sign him on loan. You're going to say, no, I don't want that. I don't want right. England starting hooker. Right. <laughs> you got to be joking. you got to be joking. Like, like, come on. Uh, you I, must be shitting me, kids. Yeah, it's, it's silly. Silliness. Yeah. And then um, news that came across the wire not too long ago. Kyle Brink moving from the Lions down in South Africa up mm-hmm. to Leicester. Go to Welford Row and make the, improve their back row a little bit. I, and I like this better that, than the... that it needs a ton of improving, honestly, with the likes of Tafu and Colin Lafoni. Uh, Liebenberg. Yeah, yeah. Lieben- Liebenberg's been, been pretty good. Yeah. Um, but any injection of talent in that, that team, I mean, because then again, you can maybe even at times push one of them into five. Or, you know, oh, or pr- to I'm sure you like could, that, yep. And, and, and deal with it that way. Not mm-hmm. Maybe not five, probably four, but either way. Either one. Um, yeah, it gives you the opportunity to do that and, and get a little bit more pace around the park. Mm-hmm. 
yeah, I think that'll be um, again the the recruitment was the problem there, and it mm-hmm. seems like they're trying to address it. Um, I think they need to make sure that they don't forget about the other end of um, talent development either, and, right? And make sure that you're, you're pulling guys from your academy. They do have some some young good young guys. I like Ben White. Um, yeah, I do. Yeah, but, I, I'm actually enjoying him a lot more than than a normal starter. <laughs> yeah, I think you and a lot of people. So <laughs> they are. So they do have some good things, but they just you don't go to sleep on it because that's how teams end up folding and or just like having a huge issue. Um, case in point, less Leicester, uh, Northampton. The year they went down, one of the years they went down. At least um, they had Carlos Spencer on the team, but the team was so split between guys that had been recruited and guys that had basically come through the academy and mm-hmm. there was it was a super super clicky team and it didn't get along well so yeah they went down even though they had boatloads of talent so just to keep that one in mind um a little mlr whip around well as you start that yeah i did get to watch the the free jacks match um, which was nice. They were, they were actually, you know, because it was on ESPN Plus, that meant it was available Hooray! on replay, uh, which is as, as... We like that. <laughs> right. Like it a lot. Um, they Again, once again, they're, they're, they're rocking up and showing what it takes to, to compete at the highest level in this, mm-hmm. in this competition uh, with some of the best teams in the competition, in, including taking the lead in the second half, yeah. which is amazing you know there's there's still going to be growing pins with, th- with this team especially because they're brand new and, right. and guys are just getting together with each other the fact that they can are in position to take these leads late you know late in the match is great mm. now we got to work on holding, holding the lead the, yeah hold that lead <laughs> yeah yeah they've done it what twice three times now okay. twice, probably twice i think twice again once against utah once here That's um probably safe to say seattle yeah, it wasn't that late in the match that they got that though. It was still there's like twenty minutes left. Yeah, I think it was before the the water break. So. Was it? Yeah. Either but way, still you, it you was get second a second half. Get a second yep. half lead. Second half. Yeah. There, you should be. You know, one of the, that to me that counts. You gotta you gotta be able to to protect it at some point. point and 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 continue that kind of momentum that you're building. Mm-hmm. But again, we're we're talking about my ridiculously high standards of rugby. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm not being fair. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> there and you know, really, I'm, I'm, I, I love the guy, and he's a friend of the pod. Tig's boot just really is what burned us, and uh, I, you know, a week, a couple of weeks off, he was a little banged up, mm-hmm. so maybe he's a little rusty in terms of that. Um, everything else looked fine, just the boot just was not clicking, and that that can cost you in, mm-hmm. in this league, and it's competitive enough that it will. Uh, you know, I we had the return of him and and Waka Waka, and even Kenny Hatakiyama came in Kenny! quick. Um, uh, this the the broadcast kind of <laughs> this is one of the broadcast teams I'd love to punt. Um, they they oh have that a, team was terrible. Oh, it was bad. Yeah, the second chair. The, this the, the second chair. One of the second chairs was just uh, he's a complete moron. Um, anyway, um, if you're a New Orleans fan, sorry, your fucking broadcast team sucks. Um, but <laughs> they confused Donald Brickhouse for Kenny Atakiyama. It's like, can I tell you something? <laughs> You've got two people that don't look. And all alike. And you know one of these guys is Japanese. Does Donald Brickhouse look Japanese to you? No. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, do your homework and use your brain. is a little uh, wrong, but at the but same still, time. Like, let's, let's go. Use your brain. Come on, man. This is easy stuff. 
oh, like whoever did the <laughs> graphics, one, you're fired. Yeah. Two, the person that had to do either the read or was oh. just commenting on it, you need to do your own math and be like, oh, wait, uh, that's not Kenny Atakiyama. Can we can we switch that? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's just my comment about that. But yes, the Free Jacks did play a really good game. Obviously, Nola did. Uh, don't throw an intercept pass to Cam Dalton. He's got to finish it every freaking time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lesson one. I, I appreciate um, more and more as the year goes on, uh, John Poland. The scrum half for mm-hmm. the Free yeah. Jacks. Oh. I I really really like him. That is a find right there for I, I, the yes. Free Jacks. I, I agree with that too. He was he was extremely mm-hmm. impressive in this match. Yeah, he's he's been very good the whole season. Um, the days he misses are going to be the days we struggle. I have a feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he's been he's been excellent. So uh, wrap him in bubble wrap at training. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Free Jacks are coming home this weekend. They're going to be down in down in Weymouth. If you're a local, get your ass down there. Right. Tickets are selling. Come quick. meet the the fantasy rugby guys. <laughs> yeah. Look, if the free jacks aren't enough of a draw, <laughs> you know you want to come meet the, <laughs> the fantasy rugby guys team. All right. Uh, so as the whip around, um, Colorado beat uh, beat Toronto. Big big win there for um, the Colorado Raptors. Twenty two to nineteen. Obviously, Nola beat our free jacks thirty one twenty two. The Go Gronies win the Battle of Texas twenty four to twenty. Who Unfortunate. Knew? Who knew? <laughs> I didn't see that coming. Uh, nobody did actually. No. Um, uh, Utah beat the defending champs Seattle Seawolves thirty three thirty one. DC thirty one Atlanta twenty nine. That was an excellent match. I got a chance to watch that. That was very good stuff from DC. Uh, I really, I really loved the that freaking Tolkien was on that broadcast. No. Uh, no. Oh, and then ba- well, then you back it up with the one after that uh, rematch from semi one of the semifinals last year, San Diego and New York. San Diego twenty four, New York twenty. San Diego just holds on by the skin of their teeth to to win. New York was parked in their end for mm. a good majority of the match. Um, Hightower was the other commentator on this one. <laughs> can't, can't get away. Yeah. Um, Although yeah. I, I think I'd still rather have him than Tolkien, but that's just me. Yeah, it's, that's uh, not that's, saying much. That says something. <laughs> uh, it does say something. It, it, says, it says a little bit of something at the very least. Uh, so, yeah. It's a, it, so, there's the, there's the whip around for MLR. Um, you know, the, I will say for the Free Jacks, uh, impressively, they've come away with nine points off this road trip. There's a lot... They, they could have done a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't think they would beat Rooney, but we also thought that they would be able to beat Utah, mm-hmm. and that didn't happen. We knew Seattle and San Diego were both going to be tough-ass. tough, tough ass. New Orleans was just barely not a playoff team last year, yeah. so they were going to be a tough, and they've been right. tough this year too. Um, so it was always going to be a tough ask on this road trip, but I, I'm impressed that they came away with five points in, in the win and are losing and at least a bonus point of some, po- some sort in each of their losses. So it says... A little bit of fight, a little bit of grit. Mm-hmm. Um, it could it could do dividends at the end of the year. Now that we got some home games coming up, and things will be a little bit more friendlier as they as they go around. Um, so that was uh, really good stuff from our boys, the Free Jacks. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go over to Europe. 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 <clears throat> so obviously, we did not have uh, Ireland, Italy. That was. Uh, <laughs> Poor Prize can't catch a break. No. Oh. <laughs> Wait till October. October. Don't retire yet, Sergio. Don't retire yet. Just just hold off for like All right. I'm now taking bets on what happens in October. <laughs> I'm not either. That stops Parisi from, know, from retiring. Either. God, it was a storm. Now it's this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's go to Twickenham now. Uh, England 33, Wales 30. Uh, bit of fight back from Wayne Pivak's men. Uh, had they played 
in the fashion they played to end the match. Mm-hmm. They certainly, obviously, you know, <laughs> playing with thirteen guy against thirteen guys makes things way easier. Yep. But um, the way they started the second half was even was even much better than what they did most of the first half. Uh, with the Justin Tipperick try, and that was out of nowhere. Yeah, <laughs> that was a great bit of bit of play from the whole, from you know many people in that team. But you know, and England continue to just be very physical with their opponents, and that's how they're getting it done. Right. Um, I, I wish they would be a little bit less physical after the whistle. Yeah, they're um, getting a little scrappy. They're, they're, they just acted like dicks the whole match, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, no pun intended. <laughs> but like the from from the yeah from the Marler incident and and I'm, tickle, I'm tickle. sure he's in line for a long ban um, to the Farrell starting shit again um, yeah which out of nowhere calm, he needs to calm himself down to, especially if he's gonna be captain to the Tuolagi headhunt yeah. and like that's that's realize who you're doing that to that's George North you 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 tickle him and he's gonna <laughs> I know be, he bro- he's gonna he's glass right I, and I. I <laughs> Again, I, I I don't I don't agree with Pivak putting him back out there. Um, no, not at all. I, I think I, I, I'm I'm somebody pretty needs, pissed about how that went too. Somebody needs to somebody needs to uh, save George North from right. himself at the very um, least. But the, like I, I I get the feeling, and I, I was thinking about this this week, um, and how and because I, I saw an interesting tweet that they kind of led me to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it, le- it led me in the direction of. You know, how much of this is Eddie playing mind games with his players and putting them in a position where they feel like they like they're they're they, they have to do shit like this because this is mm. just part of what they do. They play they they're like they're trying to fuck with the other team's heads because yeah, their heads been, are being fucked with. It, it's like a trickle down thing. Since yeah, since the World Cup, I will say they've been extra scrappy. Yeah. You know, since and, the World Cup. And there's no need. No. Um Let's go to. Well, I mean, we'll get into the rugby in a second, and I know there's a ton of rugby to talk about because there was some great stuff in this stuff in this uh, in this thing. Um, let's talk about Joe Marler. Um, I I understand everybody's point about uh, it's uh, it's it's an incident that needs to be cited, and mm-hmm. I get it. Um, there are people calling for it to be like an act of assault, which I think is the most overblown thing you could say. If it's if it's an act of assault, then how us the next day is an act of assault too, and you start you start going down a road you don't want to yeah. fucking go down. So don't start with that shit. I get it. You're pissed, especially if you're a Welsh fan. You probably you know yes. If Alan Wynn reacts there, he's got a red card coming at, coming at him, and the game's changed completely. Mm-hmm. So I, I get it, but that's what Joe Marl is very good at. He knows how to wind you up. Didn't get away with it this time. But you know, I, well, I think there's ways of winding people up that don't involve grabbing their genitals. Yeah. Well, so you're I, a bit at the bottom of a rock. Yeah. Well, you, but like, there's there's a, there's a difference. And I know. Just, and like, and it, it's a it's a part of the rugby culture that that honestly needs to go if we're gonna make if this is actually a professional thing. That's like a that was a you know a whale shit a level. <laughs> Yeah. Rugby thing, I you know, that's something you shit on that one, right? Like that's 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 so amateur. It's so amateur, and that's really ultimately why he's got to be banned for a lengthy period of time, just because that 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 kind of behavior shouldn't be allowed at, at that level. It's one thing if you're if you're you know friends and you're just you know mm-hmm. dicking around, no pun intended, mm-hmm. um, with with each other, and, and yeah, that part of that was rugby culture, but that's kind of we're trying to move away from mm-hmm. that, and and I think just for the the viability of the sport itself that type of activity there, there's certain ways to wind people up i mean you know 
twist a nipple like like do something <laughs> that's like not that like, <laughs> like to, for, to me bums and the, like you know checking oil used to be like a thing oh, people do geez, yeah and and that's gone too so i think i i, I see that in this that vein this, okay. this is like you know mm-hmm. we, we don't we don't put fingers up each other's bums any well not on the field, <laughs> on the field. <laughs> but like it, it, yeah it, it's something if you want to do that in, in lion's training as a yeah, joke, you know, is. if you're playing a training match, okay, whatever. But mm. but in a in a Six Nations match, that 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 does not bode well for the sport. No. It doesn't doesn't reflect well. Yeah, yeah fair enough. I, and I and I get and I get the some people are just like uh, and I get some and you have to see the other side of it where people are just like this happens all the time. I'm like, yeah, you're right. It does it's at the bottom of the fucking ruck and you right. can't see a damn thing anyway. Exactly. <laughs> and you're not really meaning to grab someone. Like I've, yeah, I've grabbed somebody's dick in a tackle, but I didn't mean to. <laughs> it just happens sometimes. <laughs> you you lunge, you reach, and oops, hey, look, hey, yeah, this is awesome. Right found. There. <laughs> <laughs> found a worm on the. Oh, that's a worm. <laughs> Whoop! Wait, put that back in there, man. Um, it does, yeah. So it happens. Um, I will say, and, and you know, there's a couple instances that people are shouting about uh, the Hadley Parks. N- no, no, I don't think he's been cited yet. Yet, so he probably won't be. Um, Courtney Laws has been cited for uh, what looked like a potential headshot as well, mm-hmm. uh, and then obviously Tui got cited as well. Yeah. Um, I think. I mean, Tui's is obvious for me, only because of one thing and one thing only. Yes, George North is falling. But Tui's going in there, spearing in. No, he has got zero idea about rapping. He does no. not give a shit. Right. He is going in there with shoulders only, and he's just trying to knock into somebody. And guess what? You got his head because you went in there like a moron. Right. And that's your own fault. So, yes, yeah. it's a red card. And he's lucky he only glanced the head. Like yes. It was just a glancing Thank blow. Thank God he only glanced the that, head. That could have, yeah, that could have, I, I honestly, I'm not, like, overblowing this. That could have killed him. It I mean, because only because it's George North, I I don't know. I don't know what his head's like. Yeah. Right, I, and and I I I'm, I'm that's you know there's there's a lot of things that I'm, I'm I want to protect players from. Mm-hmm. Head injuries is, is the big one, and and a player like George North, uh, you can't you can't overstate that. Yeah, no, I you know, you don't have an argument out of me. Um, so let's let's actually get into the rugby a little bit. Yeah. Um, I will say this, and this is a guy I've just absolutely shat on for a long time. And it's, he wears number nine for England. He's done. He did things in this match that he hasn't done in a little while, which has made him ineffective as a scrum half. And that's take the take the ball and take off. Mm-hmm. And that's what actually made him a little more effective in this game. The def, the Welsh defense, which we know is very good usually, um, had to respect the fact that he might take off because he did it a few times. Yeah. And this is what England fans have been waiting for. Like you need to take off more, dude. Like. The two guys on the other side of the, on the other side of this field in particular, uh, Williams and Webb, both do that very well, and so the defenses can't quite take the bite out of them that they want. Right, you can't just ignore that that a gap and mm-hmm. b gap off off right. the ruck. You you have to pay attention to that, otherwise they're gonna blow right by you. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and yeah. we've seen that. <laughs> right, Ben Youngs has has been pretty static as a as a nine recently, and this mm-hmm. was and and. Because his service isn't great, you, he needs to be able to do this. He needs to be able to do it. Yes, because it's Agreed. like you, you can't just sit there and give bad passes all day. Agreed. It's not going to work and out. A lot, well and you know, a lot, a lot of nines can can last a lot longer when they're able to do this. He's yeah. one. He's one of them. Especially when you're you're a little undersized, because you're just a sitting duck back there. You you take you know you no steps, and you, maybe you have a you know that that ball's coming out slowly. You're just going to get creamed right mm-hmm. after you pass it. So yeah, even even taking a couple steps makes you safer. Yep. Agreed. Um, couple one guy I want to want to point out who had to come in early. Uh, Henry Slade 
did a pretty damn good job at fullback in a really emergency role. Like, uh, uh, you've played fullback for like five minutes, right? Yeah, go yeah. ahead and do it. <laughs> right. Because he's not going to play wing. Uh, they just didn't. They didn't have anybody to really, really stick yeah. on the wing. You know, they're not putting Tui over there. So they got. They want they, have Morrow do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. Put a lock at wing. Yeah. <laughs> so he. So uh, you got to give him credit. He played a yeah, really good did. game for at fullback, having to come in really, really late. Um, and I, I will say also outside of the just the the, Af- the, the just the players, mm-hmm. Ben O'Keefe did a great job in this match. I thought he did of handling too. all that the, that bullshit. There, there was a lot of shit to handle. So give him give him credit for that one for sure. Um, yeah, Dan Baker did looks all right. Yes, yeah, he knee looked okay. He, that was his, impressive. His knee was his knee was okay. <laughs> he, t- he took some big hits right, real early. It's he like got all right. into the, he got into the game, man. He's like a player. You, said, you know, he said it to me. It was right. You got right in the game, yeah. man. <laughs> I'm like big bigger. Time. Bigger's in the match, and you're like, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm like, no, no, no. He just took two massive oh, hits. Yeah, He's no, in the he, match. He whacked. Oh, yeah. He whacked it right there. He got a couple times. He took on Maro like. Mm, like was, no big deal. Yeah. All right. I guess you're all right. I got this. Um. So uh, credit to him. Um. Man, really. I. Th- I think Webb could have been subbed at halftime for Wales, and not that I think it would have made that much big, big of a difference. But I think he could have been subbed at halftime, and they'd have been good. Um. Obviously, Justin Timberlake's try was that might be the try of the competition. I don't know, but that was really good. That was just offloads and and being in the right space mm-hmm. and and just recognizing it. It was. Fantastic stuff from Wales, uh, but the English do get it done. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite the, their, I mean, geez, two tries in the last three minutes for for Wales, so yeah. <laughs> good on them. Um, Jake Ball looks like he's going to be out for a little while. He oh. uh, he, uh, he had the old um, jersey jersey sling, which was mm. not good. Yeah, Shingler came in for him, and he looked like he was struggling with the shoulder. So, geez, yeah, he was. Uh, he was a couple <laughs> penny penny for a lock for uh, for Wales here. I mean, the wind's never going to go anywhere, but right. <laughs> they're going to need somebody else to play next to him next week because um, they are the one of the few matches that are actually being played next week. <laughs> so, England thirty three, Wales thirty. Uh, good stuff. Good uh, good stuff here and there from. From England, obviously, Mark Mark Wilson uh, played his brains out as he usually he does. Did. He tackle machine. Mm-hmm. I think he had what twenty five, twenty six, something like that. This match, he's there aren't many games where he doesn't have twenty plus. Right, I have to say. So this he is had twenty two. Yeah, twenty two. Jeez, yeah, he's he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's pretty and, okay. And his success rate, it's usually pretty good too. So uh, he was point nine. Yeah, ninety two percent. Shoo. That's not bad. Yep. Not, not Jake Paletri style, but good enough. <laughs> yeah, Jake's pretty good too. He's he's the only tackler. I think he's had over 50 tackles in the competition and hasn't missed one. It's absurd. That is absurd. It's like Tom Sanders to the Crusaders there. All right. Um, let's go over to Murrayfield. And oof, this was a bit of a head scratcher for – I mean, so – Let's start. Let's cop to it. You and I probably put the put the mush on this one from the get go by both picking yep. Roman Intermac as our start of the week. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Sorry, France. I captained him, so I did too. I, oh. <laughs> I did too. Oh. He was my kicker and my captain. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> oh man! Yay! Two points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So sorry, uh, France. That was not that was not good. His replacement pl- performed very well. Jelly Bear, Jelly Bear. Yeah, very good. Very good stuff from him. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, I mean, the, it, the, it didn't start well when Cross got a yellow card, and that was kind of like, oh, like Intimac getting hurt and Cross yellow card. I was like, this is not the start that no. France need because they've come out. Hot. Was that on the the tip tackle? 
Yeah, okay. whatever. Because I, I thought well, Bill and I thought it was Valencia that that deserved it, but, right? But right, and I guess Cross got it. I will say that um, pictures don't paint that picture very well because the picture looked really bad mm-hmm. if you froze where he landed. Yeah, but he landed in kind of a awkward roll somersault type way, not a tip tap, not an outright tip tap. No, it wasn't outright. It was it was just bad technique from Cross and and kind of bad. Yeah, a bad follow through from Vilmsa. <laughs> right, but also I, th- I think in that situation, the, the ball carrier has has to take some responsibility for putting himself in a bad situation. Well, don't jump into the tackle. Right, that usually helps. Like you, you <laughs> you're wrapped. Your legs are wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to? He tried to go over the tackler, and it's like that's mm-hmm. not gonna work. That that's it doesn't gonna, use well. Yeah, it doesn't so, go well. I mean, definitely. Obviously, it's still the tacklers. It was really the fact that that that's why I thought Vilmsa deserved the yellow because he was the one who actually kind of drove him into the ground. Mm-hmm. Um. And really should have done it a little, been been more careful. But it was certainly a yellow card right. offense. So uh, I, I'm not not complaining too much no. about any of the three players except for Valemsa, the one person who got away scot free from. It. Yeah, couldn't believe it. Um, the one thing I will say for Scotland in this was they distributed much better, much they much did. better than they than they have in in recent matches. Which you know obviously got Maitland free on the wing. He got two tries. Uh, Hastings looked. Like he might belong in a ten shirt now and again, you know. Yeah. Um, the Mish Hamus Wat- Watson didn't miss a tackle this game. Twenty-one for twenty-one. Damn. <laughs> so it was uh, it, it was the performance Scotland needed mm-hmm. in order to not Im- really embarrass themselves in this right. competition. This was, and and this was the result France did not need in order no. to keep themselves from being embarrassed. No, they they definitely didn't want to oh. lose this one. What um, the fuck was Halas thinking? Oh. Uh, so, my thoughts on this, and it was too bad that this guy got named man of the match. Um, Jamie Ritchie sparked the thing to start with, in my opinion. Three guys get a little brouhaha, whatever, mm-hmm. that's fine. He comes in and laid somebody out. I don't remember who, but point being, he definitely lit the fuse. Halas had no reason to do what he no. did, though. So, I'm not justifying what he did at all. I did think that Ritchie should have got a yellow card for his actions. And, mm-hmm. yes, you reverse the penalty because Halas has obviously committed... The bigger offense by right. punching someone, you moron. <laughs> um, and this camera's everywhere, dumbass. What are you doing? This is not Prodi Duh anymore. Get out of here. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of, that was obviously very stupid of him. Um, yeah, Jamie Ritchie getting man of the match was kind of suspect for me, but that's all right. Um, effort was there, but mm, he didn't have enough for me. I would have given it to Mish. I would have given it to me mm-hmm. with his two tries. There's a couple of guys I would have given it. I would have given it to. Did they give it to Jamie Ritchie for taking the punch? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but um, and Alivon continues to just perform for his team. He, he, he is. I will say he is a very good captain for this French side. He he drives this team on. Mm-hmm. He continues to to press and continues to just lead by example, which is. Really what the French need. They don't need somebody because I can just sort of think of this. There's another guy that used to wear a flanker shirt for France. His name was Thierry Ducetois. He was mm. a menace yes. for many, many yes, years. He was. <laughs> he was an excellent captain. Um, and he and a lot of what he did was he drove on the team by example. Mm-hmm. So I, uh, I think this is a, a very similar pick. Um, I don't give Galtier a ton of credit. His player selection he's gotten right. He's a dumb coach. <laughs> as far as like tactics and all that shit, yeah. But as far as his player selection, he's actually done very well. He has. This so is a, I got to give that to him. I mean, we we talked about it when we did the preview show. Yep. Um, how many uncapped players he picked? I mean, everybody was talking about that, and it yeah. turns out that no, oh, he was absolutely he, he spot picked, on. He picked with some that. of the good ones. Um, he, he obviously should have left some other people, some of the people off. But that's what you, that's what happens. You find that out. You're like, yeah. oh. He, 
this is the like, time to find that out though how else can't take the pressure okay that you're done you're done i, I mean yeah that, I, I, but i do like the uh the, the attempt at the redemption story mm-hmm. um but you gotta gotta control your emotions better than that when yeah. when when the game is on the line how and, old is how us sorry how old is how us look not see, that old. see if we can look that up because maybe the the youth is getting the better of him there Oh, I definitely think that's part of it. Yeah. Um, anyway, Scotland, well, Ben does that. Scotland 28, France 17. France are still alive whenever we finish this championship. He's 25. He's 25. That's okay, his so little old to be doing that. Maybe that's a little old. Yeah. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so Scott, so France are still alive to take this championship. Depends on how the other two matches that they play after this weekend mm-hmm. um, result. We'll see how that goes. I imagine England will crush, and then they'll take a little bit of doing from France. I don't know if the tiebreaker goes to the team that beat the other team in this one. If it does, then, you know. Well, either way, bon- we'll find out in October. Assuming, who wins bonus, point, assuming bonus points, uh, you know, are given to both teams, then I think I think France could still take it. So we'll see. Oh, they, yeah, they definitely could. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the Prem. Uh, let's talk about, I think you and I both watched this match, at least for a little bit. Uh, Worcester 10, Northampton 16. Uh, Northampton get back to winning ways. Not Purdy, but Mikey Hayden Not looked Purdy pretty good. Oh, that was the one. That was definitely yes. a bright spot for him. Yes, it, for them. yes, it was. I thought, uh, <laughs> yeah, hooker on the loose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, I, I, yeah. This wasn't this wasn't the prettiest match in the world. Well, so to me, it was the 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 again the the same stuff I harp on with mm. Worcester. I even I put wrote the note <laughs> and said, and it was uh, watching Worcester getting into Northampton twenty two. All I can wonder is how they'll screw it up and how long it'll take. <laughs> yep. And, and they like, definitely did that. And and then they had Ollie Lawrence doing such amazing work, getting them down into the 22. Mm-hmm. And then... Eh, Completely cock it up. Cock it up. Yep. Turnover yeah. or uh, the knock-on or just, just shitty passes, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just not... Like, they, they were throwing the ball into nothing, and, and everybody was, was stagnant. Like, they're catching the ball flat-footed, then passing it on to somebody who's flat-footed. It's like, at some point, you're, all you're doing is going Somebody's backwards. got to go that way. Yeah. <laughs> and that's how they would lose the, the mm. you know, push themselves back outside the 22, and then they'd have to kick it in and, and all that shit. It's just, like, Not stop, amazing. Stop doing the things that aren't working. Not amazing. And uh, I was really happy to see Ollie Lawrence get over, though. That that made me happy because yeah. it was like, he, he deserved it. He's had a pretty good year for them, and they're going to need him in the future because, mm-hmm. obviously... Talked about Ryan Mills leaving. Uh, they need somebody in that in that midfield to step up and make sure that things happen. And they're still with without Mills. Yeah. Um, and the Saints are also kind of lucky. There were there there was a potential penalty try uh, in the first half uh, with with Collins sense. slapping the ball away on the uh, um, <sighs> man on the line break. And and really there was nobody back there, yeah. but the referees and, and I think I'm probably correct saying it was said? too far out because okay. it was at like the ten meter line. And it's yeah, like fair enough. Yeah, forty meters to go. Somebody may catch you. I didn't think it was likely, but yeah, you have to play that. Yeah, you, you have to. You but can't. It's also, you, you can't try assume and that have some gonna... sort of structure with those decisions, and right? I, that I, makes sense to me. I agree with it. I agree with it. I just thought I, I, it was close. Yeah, it was definitely close. I think I think we should be giving out more penalty tries, but that's just me. <laughs> um, yeah, Tom Collins. I will, I have to say. As a player and as a fantasy asset, both. And as a drink. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> well, as, as a <laughs> yes. Not so much the other two, though. Not so much the other two. Uh, as a player, he's he's picked up more cards this year than ever. Wow. And I don't think he had a card before this year. Now he's got like five different, five of a variety of colors at that. <laughs> and, you know, as a fantasy asset, like you thought, this is, this is going to be a great piece from the Northampton team. But he's not been that 
good for anybody. Like, not so I, much. I saw no. him on the FRD waiver wire, and the last time I picked him up, you had a bloody red card. I said, nope. Red, yep. <laughs> not happening. Yeah, yeah, I don't need not that. Not happening. <laughs> he's not been good. Um, but yeah, he's he's got a control. He's having a discipline problem to say mm-hmm. the least. Uh, so he needs to control himself there. And maybe that'll help when you know they get more of their guys back from uh, Six Nations yeah. and whatnot. But they fingers, have, fingers crossed for yeah. them. Um, just I don't know what else there could be. Yeah, honestly. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, Dan Bigger can certainly make it, make a machine go a little bit better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Worcester ten, Northampton sixteen. It's uh, it's, a, it's a it's a bit of a, it was a bit of a shit show, but um, good on Northampton for getting back to winning ways. Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's a long it's a long road ahead. Still, they they this was a team that had ambition to be in the lead of the league mm-hmm. and on top of the league, and now they're they are struggling to get into playoff contention right now. So, um, did you get a chance to watch the other Friday night match at all? I watched some of it enough to see that it like I think at the time I turned it on it was like twenty two nothing. Oh jeez! And then I saw I think I saw another couple scores, and I'm like. Mm. <laughs> I don't need to watch the rest Game of this Game over. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I think it was on uh-huh. like halftime. Like, I think oh. I turned it on at halftime and maybe at the end, too. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need to see any more of yeah. that. Sale 39. London Irish, nothing. London Irish get a big old stop sign put in front of them after rallying off a, a, a bunch of good wins. But uh, this is where everything came to a screeching halt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, not, not, it not a big deal. You know what happens? You know, Sale yeah. have a good defense at the yeah. very least. So. Right. And that that'll change everything like mm-hmm. that 30 i don't think that 39 nothing is reflective of the difference between the two teams except that you keep one team completely off the board and and really like throttle them mm-hmm. um, yeah, once they're down throttle their attack it's like yeah you're just going to put up points because you're the only one yep. playing attacking rugby agreed um let's go over to saturday saracens and leicester saracens 24 leicester 13 uh <laughs> Lester can probably thank I don't remember the reporter's name that started the whole thing. I probably should know this per- this person's name that started the whole salary cap investigation <laughs> against the Saracens because really this would have been a relegation game mm-hmm. um, even with it, had they had just the initial thirty five points and obviously now they've had much more done. But yeah, and even still, like this would be a bat. Like if this was Saracens at the top. Playing for top two spot, right? This would this could have been much worse. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, Saracen uh, Lester need to drop to their knees, thank their lucky stars that they're not in a relegation fight, right? Um, because this Lester team did not look good, look really good, apart from ben Joe Lester. Badley. Uh, but Joe Badley. <laughs> Joe Badley. He's like ten feet tall, running all over the field. He's great. I, 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 he should have been man in the match. I don't give a fuck. I know Lewington had two tries and, and his team won. Don't care. Joe Batley. <laughs> Give me bats. Yeah, pretty good. Uh, yeah, he had 36 meters. Yeah, he was. I think that's. I think he had more than that. I think they're undervaluing his meters made. He like he was break. He had, well, a, he had I mean, like four or five he, line breaks. Yeah, his lineouts are were definitely a thing. Yeah. So. Uh, but he was fun to watch. Missed, the, one, like, missed only one tackle. I mean, he so set up there good. one try. So. Yes. Yeah, he had a big hand in that, obviously, and obviously Ben White was the other big hand in that as well. Mm-hmm. Um. But to uh, to the credit of the guys that are wearing black, um, the one guy that we have had had harped on a little bit in in the past was Alex Lewington, and he did he's he's performed brilliantly. He has, especially in this Six Nation period. Um, well, he, I think I think the emergence well. of uh, Roddy Sagan has has helped that too, because now it's like, wait, I I need to compete for my mm-hmm. spot when when the big boys are back right like it's not just mine mm. so i think that's and i'm sure that mccall's been working with him oh no doubt this year to uh 
um, get him on the right track and, and doing what what Saris need him to be doing because that was ultimately my my gripe about him was that he's good but he doesn't do the little things mm. like you know I mean and it's not fair to compare him to Liam Williams but I'm going Stuff, to yeah. which is because <laughs> it's like those are the little things that don't take talent like catching a high ball like mm. you know being in just being in the right position because bomb diffuser and Chiefs tough to replace right because <laughs> I mean and and love Liam Williams but he doesn't add that much in attack no so it's like you no, can, he's a great he's a great guy to have in defense though. Right. And and again, that's the little things that don't take any talent to do. They're just desire and right. and Lewington's picking that up. So mm. and uh and <laughs> England's loss, not want, whatever is Saracen's game. Macavanapolo plays starts for the Saracens in this match, happily starts in this match. Mark calls like, Thanks guys. <laughs> no problem. You know, as long as he's not sick, he's good. And uh, he didn't look very sick today no. uh, on this match, so he did not. He was he was good to go, I'd say. So, and you mentioned taking off, um, <clears throat> oh, subbing, um, shit. Who was it? Uh, uh, Thomas Williams mm. half, or um, Reese Webb at yes. half, and that should have been happening earlier. Uh, Tom Wollstonecroft was yeah. just was uh, having a bad day. Um, you know, talk about Joe Marler amateur hour. This was like the the, the other kind not of amateur the, hour no, of like the, the not playing well the, amateur the hour. Can't catch a pass. Can't throw a line out. Uh, getting penalties on defense, like you name it, and Wollstonecroft did it wrong, which is too bad because I like him. Uh, yeah, I love him, <laughs> but, <laughs> but like was, this at was that point, it's game. like you you can go get him now. Lou <laughs> 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 Brown. I mean, you have you have you have Singleton sitting on your bench. I know you have uh, uh, Interna- there's, there's, England International. Right. There's there's no there's no need to keep Wollstonecroft on no. for the sake of Wollstonecroft. He 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 could be like, look, today's not your day, dude. Yeah. It's not anything against him. It's okay. Uh, but then uh, Singleton comes on and sparks the attack uh, almost immediately. Yeah, good on him. He, and they he's score. Had, he's had a, he's had kind of a rough year since he's come back. He so, has. Uh, I'm, I'm so maybe that's why him. they didn't do it because yeah, it's right. Like... But uh, you know, you got to cheese him. If it ain't working, there's no way it can get worse. Right. So yeah, just trade him out, man. Um, yeah, Saracens twenty four, Leicester thirteen, and they uh, and the Saracens continue to crash everybody's party, no matter who they are. Yep. <laughs> uh, Exeter fifty seven, Bath twenty. <sighs> Um, I didn't get a chance to dive into this one too much, but uh, as I understand, Sam Simmons is still very angry. Yeah, uh, a little bit. <laughs> yes. No, I, I got to watch a good amount of this, um, and and he was excellent. Like the the interplay between him, his brother, Nick White, uh, um, Ollie Woodburn was huge in this match, and and Tom Hendrickson. Like it, it's it's fascinating. You look. I mean. You look at the normal starters that have gone around um, Exeter in their back line, mm-hmm. and most of them just aren't, don't produce that much. And now you look at the the even in fantasy just in fantasy points. Looking at this, you look you look at uh, Joe Simmons had twenty one, which is low for him. That's very low for um, him. Ollie Woodburn with thirty nine, Tom Hendrickson with forty four, Tom O'Flaherty with thirty four, Phil Dolman with with twenty two, and and Dolman's usually one of the other ones who's like, yeah, he's on the field, but he should never be a, a part dad, of your fantasy yeah. team. And of course, Ian Witten with seven. So like Ian Witten should never be on your DRM be, team at all, right? Um, <laughs> but what I, I do like to see, um, as much as I harp on on Exeter for playing a real shitty style, mm-hmm. they've really departed from that the last couple of weeks. They're playing a much more open game, using their speed, using this the the space that's provided for them. Mm-hmm. In the end, Bath were playing uh, the Exeter normal game. This is almost like a flip flop of that week one, where. Mm. Um, 
Exeter and Bath were playing at the wreck and just tearing up that pitch. Oh, it was yeah. gross. This pitch was looked pretty shit. There was it looked mostly yeah. brown uh, yeah. in the second half. Um, and Bath Who were doing knew? the pick and goes on the on the goal line just as, <laughs> as everything was happening in in, in, in the oh, week geez. one matchup. Um, and yeah, Bath just no, they were outclassed. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, Exeter's still top of the pile. Showing that they are, but and that, showing that that they can play real rugby too, which, which is, is which fucking is, which scary. Is, which is something that people should be scared about, especially yes. if you're, especially if you're in that Champions Cup. Uh, this, yeah, wait, they're they're, they're playing Champions Cup rugby, and and that I think that's probably why. And that's and that's without their some of their some of their uh, internationals LCD still not in here. No, it's only Yandel's still broken. So yeah, yeah, they it's only they're only gonna get better. They're gonna get better. So that's everybody needs to yeah, be a little, you put, little scared. You put. Uh, who am I thinking? Slade? Slade. In for, for Witten. Oh, yeah. Way better. <laughs> and then Hoggy in for Dolman. Mm-hmm. And and that that's another, like... If Jack Knowles healthy eventually. <sighs> I mean, he played in this match. Okay. He played well in this match. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, But, yeah, it was... uh, Yeah. That, that, that was... It's looking scary now. Yep. <laughs> over right. there in Exeter. Yeah, look out. Yeah. Exeter 57, Bath 20. Was Was and Gloucester, Was thirty nine, Gloucester twenty two. Um, look out, top four. This is this might be a team making a charge here. I'm not saying they're going to do it. They need to. They 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 got a lot. They got a little ways to go. You do, but um, if they keep playing like this and they've played very well the last few weeks, obviously starting with the talking of the Saracens, um, keep playing like this. Uh, I I I, uh, I I struggle to think who's going to actually stop them. You yeah, know? I. They're they're they've been incredibly impressive lately. Yeah, uh, Jack Willis. What are you gonna say about the guy? He's not only can he win turnovers, he can finish tries. Like the kids, the kids amazing. Um, they went with three distributors in this game. I don't know if I would always do that, but it worked well this game between Umaga and Gopperth, and they put Sivwaga back and pullback. Mm-hmm. Um, good on Sivwaga for just kind of saying whatever. I'll yeah. play wherever you want me to. So good on him. You know, there's a lot of guys that have said no. I want to play ten. And they would have said no. You're playing 15. Well, I want to play 10. Right. So he 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 uh, he he rocked up and did very well right. for himself. Well, you're the Merc, and Umag is the guy we've had all along. So right. He, he's the guy we're trying things. to develop. So you you help him along and you play fullback. All right. Garpeth is playing 12. Believe me, that's not his position. No. You know that's not his, but it's working. So yeah, that, that, they got the right combination of players mm-hmm. and um, they're using it to their advantage and good yep. for them. Yeah, they are. They're playing very very good stuff. Dan Robson looks. Looks like he might belong on the England squad. Honestly, I, I struggle to think how they they are not going to pick him. You're not wrong for the summer tour here, at the very least. And so we'll see how that goes. Maybe he'll finally get to go to Japan. Um, and for for Gloucester, uh, Ollie Thorley's still a monster at wing. Even though he's a wing, he's still a big boy to be playing up there. He is. Uh, that's a that's a that's a unit I don't want anything to do with at all. And um, Marcus Watson found out the wrong way how to not tackle Wally <laughs> He he bumped him right yeah, off. Yeah, bye. Oh yeah. man, so that's the that's the wrong guy to try and tackle. Uh, Was thirty nine, Gloucester twenty two, and then let's go to the Sunday game. This was some great stuff from a team we we've mentioned already on the on this uh, on this episode. Uh, Bristol Bears twenty eight, Harlequins fifteen. Uh, Quinns, you should have started Marcus Smith. That's all I know. <laughs> right. Oops. I mean, you got to give him some rest every so often. I uh, no, he's, he's I, so I totally agree. Young and all that, but yep. Uh, Charles Pietal did did Charles Pietal things in this. Harry Randall looked excellent this game as he as he has. Um, he definitely looks like he should be holding on to that nine shirt for 
a long damn yeah, time. Yeah, I, I think at this point it's pretty clear that that he's there. He's there nine, and Urine is their closer, mm-hmm. and that's the way it's going to be. Yeah. Uh, part of the story for Quinn's for this was when they had chances, they could not finish it. They mm-hmm. had a thing to save their life. Like every time they had something closer, they got the, they find a way to just knock it on or turn it over or whatever. Bad Sloppy throw. pass out the yep. bat, whatever it was, or you know, just run into touch by act, whatever it was. They just they couldn't get out of their own damn way. They really couldn't. So it, it was. <clears throat> You know, Alex Dombrandt was getting bottled up here and there. Obviously, it's hard to contain Alex Dombrandt outright, but it was um, it, it was a struggle for them. You know, Ibatoya got over in the corner eventually, but they, it was a little too little too late, obviously. Yeah. And you just even when they went for it, they still could find a way to screw it up. So it's like uh, when they went for a bonus point, it's like, yeah, you guys, uh, you know, they, they're a little Jekyll, Jekyll and Hyde, this, mm-hmm. this Quinn's team. And Gustard's going to be... Uh, Scratching his head and probably firing some rockets up asses that yeah. come up this coming up this week. That was here. not a good way to back up their win last week. No, that was an excellent win last week, and this was a poor performance the week after. And really, it shouldn't matter who plays ten. No, you know, it, shouldn't. it shouldn't. You have the talent. You have the talent all over. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, uh, consistency is key, kids. Quins Quins are going down on this one. Bristol twenty eight, Quins fifteen. Yeah, let's 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 jet down down downstairs. Just. Go to, let's go to Super Rugby. The early match, uh, Brumbies and Sumbles. Sumbles 14, Brumbies 47 played in Australia. Um, wasn't much of a match. <laughs> no, I, I only watched the first half. I, I, That's probably this all is, you need to do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I uh, got a chance to uh, tune in right after. So, you know, rugby training ends for us at 9.30 at night. Mm-hmm. And drive home, still a little jazzed from it. And like, oh. Look at that. There's a rugby match on. Oh, I'll check it out. I, I may have done some last-minute lineup changes beforehand. I guess snuck in right under the wire on some of them. <laughs> that works. very happy. Um, but, yeah, that this was this was not much of a match. Mm. Um, the, the, the the Brumbies did it, just rinsed them. Um, yeah. It was uh, – yeah, the Sunwolves just didn't it, – it was, they didn't really belong on the field with them at that, that, at that match. It was... Uh, yeah, Brumbies are playing very well this year. They were. They, they used the space that they that the Sunwolves gave them and just kept putting tries over. Yes, they did. <laughs> they just won't stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Lonergan played really well at nine in place of Joe Powell. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. So maybe putting pressure on that position. Um, but, yeah, there was... Uh, and, and I said, said his name before. Uh, Solomon Kata. He seems to be figuring out this rugby union thing. Played a long time ago. Played a lot of league. Now he's back. Um, le- league doesn't always translate to union. No. We've seen it happen. So you actually have to think in union. Some, yeah, <clears throat> we've, seen it, some, we've seen it go awry for many a players. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam Burgess being the one that comes to my brain. Craig Cooper. No, he actually did all right. Yeah, he's actually done all right. <laughs> Last I checked, he did all right. Um but yeah, so there are, there are some issues. Uh, Sumbles fourteen, Brumbies forty seven. Uh, over to Saturday, Crusaders twenty four, Reds twenty. Uh, former Crusader Brad Thorne comes in and uh, tries tries his damnedest to get his team over the line, but just can't mm. quite get it done. Um, there were some great performances from his guys, but at the same time, the Crusaders are the fucking Crusaders. They are, and, they and they're know, at home. They know and, how to get it done. Yeah, they really do. It just it, you can't keep them out. It's really hard to keep him away. You know, Moanga was back to kicking this week, so that was only going to help them, you know. Um, unfortunately, it looks like David Havili is going to be out for a little bit. He had a surgery for something going on internally, which mm. was not fantastic news. So That's not good news. If you have David Havili, you know, find a backup plan right now. Uh, but anyway, they're, they're, um, they have some great – they have some 
it's the Crusaders. I, I don't even know how else to describe it. They just they know how to find a way to get it done almost always. It, it just there's nothing else to do. There's nothing else to do with it. You just get, you have you to play stop. a perfect match. Yeah, and, you just and you, you slip do. up just a little bit and it, yeah, it's I all mean, over. You know, or you 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 have to outscore them like you have to out offense them. Like yeah. you have to be like, all right, we're gonna let down a bunch of tries too, but we're gonna score all the points on you. And that's basically how that's the only way the Chiefs got it done. Really, it is. Um, it's just how <laughs> it, it really goes. is. So this uh, this Crusaders team is not to be reckoned with. Um, good to be good to see Mansa Matale back. Did his ACL last year. Really, really unlucky. He was at, he was off to a hot start. Um, really unlucky to, that he, it happened to him. But good to see him back. Um, maybe a, a late waiver wire pickup in, in case you know David Havili's out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finding a Nuko still knows where the try line is too. If you didn't know that. Um, War toss fourteen. Chiefs fifty one. Did you see any of this match? I did watch some of this match. Um, there's a guy that plays nine for the Chiefs, and his name Brad Weber, and he's pretty freaking good. Last I checked, he's pretty fucking excellent. <laughs> yeah, uh, two tries in the space of what? Yeah, three that, minutes. <laughs> right in the behind the pack pass with Stevenson. I mean, this. So yeah, this was like, close at halftime. Fifth, it was the Wartels were leading at halftime. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so this 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 was like okay. I, I was watching this and, and and I'm seeing all right. The, the Chiefs kicked two penalty kicks early. Despite like showing promise, like the mall looked good. Like, mm. why not just kick it to the corner and maul it in because it's mm. working? Uh, they decided not to. Yep. And it's like, I'm like, okay, it's this is Gatlin bringing his Northern Hemisphere style and yada yada. And then all of a sudden, it just the freaking heavens opened up at halftime and mm-hmm. just they poured it on. Um, and it, yeah, it was buckets, not, yeah, buckets and buckets and buckets of tries and points and yes. Yeah, that, this was like, oh, it's this. That, this is how it's gonna yeah. be. The, the whole. <laughs> okay. I don't remember which try it was, but Hooper tried to dot down for a twenty-two, and he couldn't even get to it. I think it was one of those. Was it? I knew E. Stevenson, whoever it was, one of so, them yeah. got to it, and just like the motion, the look, everything that just said everything about the way that yeah, the second like, half well, went for the war toss. We're boned. Yeah, he's like, oh, we're in trouble, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, the Chiefs' offense still knows how to score, and that was without Damian Me Mack. Too. And yeah, the, and their defense is, is holding pretty well. And so, Kurt, and Cruden came off fairly early, mm-hmm. twenty minutes or so to go in the game. So, yeah, look out. Uh, we're toss 14, Chiefs 51. Um, let's go over to Wellington. This was an oh-no game for me. Mm. Uh, Hurricanes 15, Blues 24. Tyrell, Lomax, you dum-dum. What were you doing? What were you doing? Then Via Fafita later on. That didn't help either. Um, just, you know, Jordy Barrett, every, every one of them. Every one of them. Just having, <laughs> having brain farts left and right. This whole Hurricanes uh. team had some... Apart from the Via Fafita offload to start the game. Ben Lamb... And Fafita just feeds it out the back. And good luck stopping Ben Lamb at full speed. No. <laughs> I do not want to. You're talking about Thorley. No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely somebody I'm I'll not take Thorley for Ben Lamb. <laughs> yeah. Those are, those that are playing in France, look out because he's not going to be uh, he's not gonna be fun to stop. Um, Akira Yuani returned to this game for the Blues, and he returned with a try. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Muscled himself over, as he tends to do. He does. So <laughs> it's uh, it's he, he seems he seems okay. And Rico, uh, or no, he he returned last week. So. Yeah, he was a lot. They're getting a bunch of guys back they, uh, right at the right time. So um, yeah, we'll talk about what's going on yeah, this we week will. here. Um, but yeah, it was a uh, once Tyrell Lomax went off, that was that was the end. It, there was a lot. The, the, this was close. Mm-hmm. Blues played their ass off. 
you know, there was some good stuff done by the Hurricanes, but they didn't. They they had some moments where they should have finished and they didn't, and they paid for it. Mm. So this was uh, this was not a this was an oops game. This might be one you just kind of sweep under the rug and hope that you don't have to think about it ever again. Yeah. So <laughs> Hurricanes uh, fifteen and Blues twenty four. Rebels and Lions thirty seven seventeen. Rebels over the Lions. This was a little more like the Rebels that we were hoping for. Attack was clicking well. Andrew Callaway seems to be that answer that out at wing that they kind of needed because they needed somebody to counter Kurabetti. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Tamu is playing amazingly at he 10. Uh, Lowrens might be their starting nine for the rest of the year. He's playing excellent for them. Um, Matt Phillip with his 50th birthday and uh, 50th cap and his birthday. Nice. So it was a good day for it. Good day for the kid. Um, yeah, the Lions look, looked a little lost outside of the first few minutes. I mean, they're, um, they're struggling. So They are very much struggling. Uh, they had, you know... It was a it was plus two for the Marika Carvetti yellow card oh. uh, for them. That was it. Like because they let uh, yeah. Kellaway sco- scoot in for one. It was yeah. It's it's one they need to solve. They're still on a long road trip. They got they're going to New Zealand now. Mm, so oh, that's... That, that's not where I want to go. Where I need to win. <laughs> no, that's for <yeah>. sure. <laughs> not where I plan on going. Right. Um, Yanni, Yanni Duplessis comes back for the Lions in this match. He's got 147 Super Rugby caps, something like that. And he's got no tries. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> get him a, a one-meter incher, man. Come Seriously. on. <laughs> Shouldn't be too hard. So the Rebels 37, Lions 17. That was a, that, so this is a little bit more like the Rebels we were hoping for. Maybe eventually the challenge of the Brumbies. We'll see what happens. Um, Sharks 33, Jaguars 19. What the Freaking Jaguars laid an egg. They did, um, and and not only that, but uh, their their reserve hooker Sosino is uh, he's banned in a little bit of trouble. He's banned. Oh boy, I saw that. I was like, that's a ban. Yep, you are done. You sir are done. That's yeah, not that's, good. That's not good. That's um, how you miss the rest of the season, right there. <laughs> that, yeah, and that that could easily be. That was there's no no place for that. Nope. Um, on the good side, Hiron Andrews. He's a big he's a big boy. Speaking yeah, we we're talking about Joe Batley. This guy. Can, I know like, he's so lanky too. Yeah, he's got arms forever. And and yeah, his his try basically to open it up. Uh, yeah, like there was no stopping him because I mean <laughs> it was in space and he gets the ball and he runs like a back because he's, he's he moves pretty he, well for his size. He does. He does move very well for his size. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like what six seven or something like mm-hmm. that. Six eight. Yeah, he's, uh, a, he's enormous. Yeah. Uh, he yeah he's full two meters tall. <laughs> and and just and just because of the the length of his legs, he can just he takes two steps and he's from he's the twenty two to the goal line. Like he, he's scoring. I'm there. Yeah. Uh, so large human. Right, and I think that you know, especially that kind of right off right out the gate, and and your you, the, the Jaguars were on the road. I think that took a lot of the, the wind out of their sails. Yeah. And, and the the sharks were just running on, like running around them. Right. I have to say for the sharks team. Uh, outside of the front row, Thomas Detoy is very good. I love the Ox done, mm-hmm. doing very yes. well for himself in their place of a, he's really replacing a legend. Uh, remember that. Um, so apart from those guys, um, I look at this team and I, I love what I see. Schroeder's not amazing, but he's very good. Mm-hmm. You know, ten to fifteen's just <laughs> you'd take that all day. That's not fair. Um, Six, seven, eight's very good. Tyler Paul's a, a serviceable fetcher. Mm-hmm. Ventures both. Nache's both, been playing well. Nache's amazing. And then even some of their replacements. I, I like Henko Nahamba is somebody that I would absolutely sign up for as a, mm-hmm. as a backup nine. And then Tomboy. 
Yeah, right. He's amazing. He's <laughs> another back three guy that you need to worry about speed. Right. Uh, okay, you're, you're getting run all over by Mpimpi and Kosi and Fossi, and you're like, all right, well, they're bringing in reserve. Okay, great. It's Tomboy. Uh, yeah, oh, fuck. It's like, shit. That's not somebody I'm excited Son about seeing if I'm 75 minutes and I'm tired. Yeah. I'm like, uh-uh, nope. Nobody, nope, nope, nope. So, Sharks are, um, I think Sharks are the team to beat in this conference right now, 33-19 and 19 over the Jaguars. That was probably their challenger, really. I mean, Stormers um, are still. Uh, Stormers are there, but are there. Well, and then I, they have I a game in hand. This, so I, I want to see how this goes. Yeah, I want to see how this goes. They're, they're, uh, they're, but I like I like what the Sharks are doing a little bit better than my white. What I like the Stormers are doing. Fair enough. For, as I don't. Far as what the Stormers I, are doing. I, I, I honestly I can't disagree with that. Yeah, I like them both, but mm-hmm. no, I, I do too. I, I, I'm more of a. I, I kind of I'm pulling for the Stormers a little bit more, but no, it's at the same time, you Sharks. Get, you got a soft spot for Hershey, and she's. <laughs> of course, we know. How could you not? Well, Khaleesi, although he's not playing playing right now. Um, and then Bulls thirty eight. Well, hello Bulls. Hey, what's up, dude? You, you guys, you guys want to win? You, uh, oh, you guys got to win. Okay, cool. Jeez, uh, um, Speckman figured out what he was doing finally. Hey, yeah. I mean, listen. Second week in a row. You got to be consistent. You can't yeah. just bunch all your tries up into one match. Yeah. It's more helpful for your team if you can get them like you know spread out throughout the season. Just a thought. But good to see. Like maybe he was just saving a few of them for now. Yeah, but... that'd be smart. <laughs> uh, and we talked about Highlanders being not good. Mm-hmm. They're not good. <laughs> <laughs> and the news only gets worse the next couple of weeks. I know. Well, and we talked. You know, if you haven't seen the news, there's the you know they got some guys that are going to be required for rest, and it's gonna they're going to be uh, chopping and changing, and really having to struggle to get some results here. Mm-hmm. But uh, both thirty eight Highlanders thirteen uh, Highlanders are in a whole heap of trouble here. Yeah. They are, they are, and Aaron, Aaron, uh, Aaron Major's bunch are in a lot of trouble with, especially with the standings going as the way, as they are right now. All right, uh, let's do, let's do that. That starts it thing. We only got what eight games? Yeah, Wales, Scotland. Yep. And then the rest of the Super Rugby. Eight matches. Shoot, sorry to disappoint you all with that one. <laughs> <laughs> we can't help it. Right. Uh, obviously, the coronavirus took away two of those matches, so. It is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. So for uh, Wales and Scotland, the one Six Nations match that we will get this weekend for now, uh, you're looking at for 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 Wales for the Welsh side. Uh, this should be an interesting match. Um, I, I I will be I will be watching this one for sure. Wales, I, I feel like have taken a little bit of a dip, and Scotland have a little bit of, of wind in their sails now. Tails um, up. I don't think that's going to last that long. But hey, good. Find out. We'll find out. Um, but so for, for, for the Welsh team, uh, you're going to want to be looking at, uh, Ken Owens, Alan Wynn Jones, Justin mm-hmm. Tipperick, Dan Bigger, and Nick Tompkins. Um, I'm, I'm I have not every one sure. Of those guys. <laughs> yeah. Navidi played decently. Didn't score that much though. He usually does, which is, like. my, which is surprising. Um, for, on the Scotland side, uh, Sutherland, uh, Hamish mm-hmm. Watson, Jamie Ritchie, Stuart Hogg, Adam Hastings. Uh, yeah. That, those are your guys you're going to be wanting to start. Yeah. I, um, I like those guys. Yeah. Uh, Sutherland's been a bolter for he has where'd he come from I uh I had I had one I had the other one I had um was it Alan Dell maybe or something like that but oh yeah I had Alan Dell to start this and he's just because he was he was a huge point scorer last year Mm -hmm. in the Six Nations so I was like oh Alan Dell he's my secret weapon and lo and behold he's on the bench he's the the wrong one (laughs) you picked the wrong one right (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's go Super Rugby for you FRD fans down in Super Rugby land. Um, Chiefs Hurricanes. Yee, 
this is going to be one that's got lots of points on the board. I promise both sides. Um, we'll start Take with the, the over. Yeah. Yes. Uh, let's start with the Chiefs. Um, assuming that none of these guys are required rest for um, um, from the All Blacks. Uh, Alimalo, Cruden, Bashir play. He's, Keeps being a great, great addition. If you haven't got him, go get him. Uh, Sean Stevenson, Mackenzie, Tapaya, ALB, Brad Weber, uh, Soakula, uh, Tunkiaho. If you are playing the full fifteen version and you need a hooker, he's been very. He's scoring pretty well. He's scoring like six plus every almost every match. Chiefs front row also a good play this week. Hurricanes aren't very good against front row. Front row. Dylan Nell is worth a start in fifteen full side version only. Hurricanes, um, name a lot of names that you know. Uh, Lamape, Lamb, Jordy Barrett, Asso, uh, TJ, if he's not required for rest. Mm-hmm. Um, Isaiah Wakaleri is scoring very well as a, as, a, as a lock, and those are hard to find good scoring locks. Are, so if he's starting, play him for sure. Uh, Amua, same thing as the hooker. You know, he's he's been the guy they've been leaning on mostly because they're trying to keep Coles somewhat fresh. Um, Gareth Evans and Karifi right now uh, are 15 only, but if you're in a pinch, I understand. You can you can play them. You can start them in the in the regular version as well. On to the where am I? Where am I? Blues versus Lions. Yeah, I'm gonna start with the Lions because there's there's not too much there, honestly. Unfortunately, mm. um, Elton Yankees. Is a, it, you know, neither of us. Is, he's our favorite ten, but. He scores still, points in he's fantasy. Still a so. Fit in 10, so. Uh Tyrone Green and because you can't not say his name, Ruben Schumann. <laughs> um on the other side for, for the blues. Uh, let me make sure I have the I just want to make sure. Marnus. Yeah. Uh, that's not as fun to say. Ruben Schumann is fun. <laughs> Marnus isn't no, no, no. Ruben Schumann. Yeah. Uh I, was it Tupalatu has been a decent scorer out of yeah. the, the, the the lock position as just yep. as you were saying uh in the other match. Um and then let's go to the the, the, the returning stars. Uh, Akira Ioane, Rika Ioane, Joe Marchant, and possibly making his Blues debut. It sounds like it's going to happen. Bowden Barrett. Bowden Barrett. Yeah, it's going to be a that's going to be a big one for the Blues there. Yeah, finally my 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 drafting <laughs> oh, yeah, him and right. stashing him has worked. Yeah, yeah. Even my cutting, I cut him <laughs> going into this past up. week and picked him right back up because hey, he's at zero important. points and nobody was looking for nobody him. Nobody was looking for him. So. Yeah. Nobody would have seen it unless they know what they were looking for. Exactly. Um, let's go. Sunwolves Crusaders. Sunwolves are obviously a team that you can start a lot of guys against. Um, but the options that I'll list today, there's a lot of them, are the ones that you're probably seeking out. Um, Sunwolves do have some options themselves. Uh, Fafita, Garth April, still a serviceable 10. The front row is actually still okay. Uh, Mike Stolberg is, again, decent scoring lock. Find, you got to find them because those are hard to find when you can mm-hmm. get them. Hang on to them. Uh, Jared Adams is a prop if you're playing that full side version. Um, Tupo and Jacobson are 15 version only. For the Crusaders, there's a boatload of names. I'm going to start with two that might be injured, so keep an eye on their lineup. Uh, Will Jordan and George Bridge, keep keep your eyes peeled. If they play, play them. But if not, then obviously don't. Um, but yeah, keep your eyes peeled for that one. You really got to pay attention. Uh, Goodhue, Reese, NR, Mwanga, Fanganuku, Christie, Grace. Uh, Scott Barrett, a great, great lock scoring. Cody Taylor, duh. Um, Crusaders front row going along with Cody Taylor. Mitchell Dunshay, another great scoring lock. They have two. That's a scary thought. Uh, Tom Sanders has been great, but he's probably worth uh, a start in 15 only. Maybe a a good start this week because he's playing the Sunwolves, but I'll let you leave that to your discretion. On to Reds versus Bulls. 
Uh, for the Reds, uh, their front row has been pretty damn good recently. I would I expect that to keep going. Mm-hmm. Right. I ride them till they really fall apart. I guess so. Um, in, in multiple weeks. Because I, I, <laughs> they, they've been, I think they've had a down week here or there, but overall they've they been scoring. really bad week. But yeah, you're right. They've had a couple of really good ones right. too. Right. The, so. the, the uh, risk is certainly worth. I mean, the yeah, the risk is certainly worth the reward. Right. from from the the results they've been getting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Fawai Satia, uh, Harry Wilson, Henry Spate, and Hamish Stewart. Uh, Stewart's hard. I mean, especially because he's usually a twelve, but he's still been scoring. So as long as he's still scoring, yeah, he, I think he was my it. sit of the week last week, and he still got over ten points. And it's mm. like, all right, well then maybe don't sit him, even if he's at twelve, because yeah. he's still putting up points. Yeah, as long as they're putting up points. On the other end, for the Bulls. Uh, Josh Strauss, uh, we mentioned him earlier. Roscoe Speckman at this point, yes, started. <laughs> he's figured it out. Uh, uh, Cornell Hendricks and Warwick Gallant. Yeah, good starts. Um, all right, Shark Stormers. This should be a dandy, and I don't yes, know it how it's going to go for fantasy wise. These are actually Stormers are actually really tough against defenses, but there's a couple of names that you're going to have a damn hard time sitting for the Sharks. Uh, guys like Fossey, Notche, the the front row, Bosch. Uh, Mapimpi, Esther Hazen, Tamway if he's in, Venter's very good, uh, Nkosi, and pa- Tyler Paul is probably a 15-only guy, especially this week. Um, for the Stormers, Vilmsa continues to be a top 50 scorer, so you're not going to bench him. Yanchis is right there as well, so you're not going to move him. Sergio Peterson's scoring much better now. Yako Katsia, Ruanel, Leds, uh, kind of borderline, so if you have another option, maybe look, but if you're SOL, start him. Um, yeah, don't go hunting some random dude off the off the waiver wire that might get you points that you you're not sure of. Um, lean, go with him. Don't. But if you have somebody better than that, play. Uh, Kitsoff still a great prop to to play. Uh, Augustus fifteen only still probably. And then the Stormers front row is actually going to be a sit this week for me. Uh, for Hegwaris versus Highlanders. <sighs> uh, this one I, I would. Lean heavily on the Jaguares players mm. because, as we said, Highlanders are, are going to be starting a lot of their. Mm. Uh, or, sorry, Highlanders going to be sitting a lot of their their stars. Uh, so for the the Jaguares, uh, their front row uh, should be good. Um, then Joaquin Diaz Bonilla, mm-hmm. assuming he plays. If he doesn't, Miati's still good. Yep, and then uh, Matias Moroni in, in the the centers. Mm-hmm. In the midfield's been been. Putting up points too, another certainly if, if you have him as a as a midfielder, you're doing all right. And then that that outside back combination, Tuculet, Buffelli, Carreras, right? Right, you can out there. <laughs> you, you can start like four or five of them and mm-hmm. and, yeah, and, and do like okay. Sharks, right? uh, on the Highlanders end, I, I think at this point start Kanye uh, Kane Hamilton uh, Hamington. Sorry. Hamilton. Um, yeah, he might be SOL on Aaron Smith, so you right. might as well play him. So play him. He should still get decent points. Uh, Joshuani and Michael Collins are also uh, quality starters. Hooray, Michael Collins. He's been a – he and Callaway have definitely been my bolters that I've picked up off the waiver wire that have done really well for me. Well done. Um, Brumbies and Wartas. This is the Sunday game. This, um, unfortunately, I think it's going to be a shit show for the Waratahs, especially the way they played last week. Uh, Brumbies are playing really good stuff. Uh, I would be, I wouldn't hate seeing the Waratahs jump up and, and shock them, but um, I think it's going to be the Brumbies anyway. Anyway, that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about fantasy. Brumbies. Uh, Tom Banks, Lolesio. Lolesio had, had a bad week last week, scoring-wise. He'll shake it off. It'll be fine. Tom Wright, Eric Simone, uh, Valentini, Samu, Kata. 
the front row, follow Fienga, definitely. Uh, I think he's one of the leading try scorers in Super Rugby right now. So, yes, you're playing him at a hooker. Uh, Kern Johnny, yes. Cusack is a 15-only start at the loose forward. Uh, War- Wartaz, um, Will Harrison, and James Ram, uh, Marky Mark. I'm not going to try and say his last name. Uh, <laughs> Wartaz front row. Hooper, duh. Uh, Jack Dempsey's pretty good. Gus Bell's a pretty good scoring prop. I'm going to go ahead and say this is the wrong time to unveil Curtly Beal, though. Mm. Um, start to the week, start to the week. Um, Six Nations for me. I mean, there's only a couple teams to pick from, but he's one of the top scorers. He probably will continue to score a lot and make a lot of tackles and probably score another try. Justin Tipperick. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, he's my start of the week. Oh, well. <laughs> I know, right? It's, right. I mean, we're, we're kind of down to the two to, teams. Two I mean, teams. What so, do? what are you going to do? Right. It's either for me, it was either him or Dan Bigger. <laughs> yeah, I will. It. Yeah, it depends on what. Like, what if I like Tipperick a little bit? I'm more. just nervous. Like, what if what if we run into that second week issue with Bigger, where it's like mm. now I'm getting a little creaky because yep, you know the soreness factor seeps in. Yeah, and that might happen. Right. Might happen. Uh, my sit will be um, a guy that's highly selected for Scotland because he did score very well last year, but he hasn't scored that well this year, Blake Kinghorn. Yeah, no, that, that, he, that upset me. I, I really wanted to, to get some points from him this past weekend, and, and he mm-hmm. was like the one Scotland player who didn't score. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't. Right. Yeah. Um, but uh, my sit of the week uh, is a guy who uh, you're going to want to start one of the scrum halves. Don't think you should be starting Ali Price. Yeah, probably. So not. Uh, he would be my sit of the week. Yeah, absolutely. All right, and then Super, second worst defensive fantasy team, second worst uh, defensive fantasy team against the Fly Halves. That is, <laughs> wait, who? Oh yeah, the Lions. <laughs> Say, oh, wait, I know the answer to this. Uh, that's the Lions. Um, so with that, Bowden Barrett is my start of the week. Hey, out of, out of the blocks. I like that start of the week. <laughs> Uh, my start of the week, uh, Emiliano Buffelli. Oh. I think he's going to find some space. I and, think he is too, <laughs> uh, especially back at home. I think they're going to feel feel pretty good about it. Yep. Uh, and then mine, I mentioned him not too long ago. Uh, Brumbies are the best defensive team, especially against outside backs. Um, this guy's shown he has some class, but this is not going to be a fun day for him, and that's currently Beal. Mm. I had him as my sit of the week last week, and I think he scored a try. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, but my sit of the week this week is going to be somebody who I was listening when you were talking through his team. I didn't hear you mention him, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm hoping maybe you might be agreeing. He's had a couple of really strong weeks recently, but he's also been playing some kind of weak teams, and now he's going to be playing a, another strong defensive team, uh, especially through his his lane. Uh, my sit of the week is going to be Lacanio Am. Mm, yep, probably. Yeah, he's had like one really good game, and then everything else has not been amazing. Right. So, yuck. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Um, all right, let's go. Let's go to pick them real quick, and we'll get out of here. Um, so well, Scotland. I don't think that Scotland can back up what they just did. That's the one print. No. That's well, the not, France they're, performance. They're not playing. Yeah, they're not playing France. France, that team mm-hmm. that's like, imploding. So, mm-hmm. uh, Chiefs, Hurricanes. Damian Max back. You're in. We're in Wakado. I don't like my Hurricanes' chances this week. Of course, I'm going to be rooting for them, but I'm picking with my brain here. I'm going wow. to the Chiefs. Wow. You owe me a dollar for that. Not yet. I'm also taking the Chiefs. Yeah. I, I, as, much. I, as much as I, I do appreciate the Hurricanes, I think the Chiefs are the better team this year. They probably are. Especially at home. Yep. This is not going to be the year that the Hurricanes get a home quarterfinal this time, unfortunately. Um, Blues-Lions. Uh, Lions played like 
not good things last week. Mm-mm. And Blues are only going to get better. I'm going to take the Blues. I am also going to take the Blues. I'm very, I mean, as is everybody, I can't wait to see what, what Bowden does with that mm. team. Especially with the likes of Rico Ioanni and Marchant. Yep. And Mark Salia, who's playing out of his skin this yeah. year. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, that is not the, is that, that, that's that's terrifying. Oh, yeah, because they're playing this in Australia, aren't they? Sunwolves and Crusaders in Australia. Eh, sorry, Sunwolves Crusaders. Mm. Yeah. So is that right? Yes, it is. Because the Crusaders are going. So I didn't think the Crusaders were traveling that far. They aren't. They're going to Australia. Right. Um, Reds and Bulls, which is going to be short shortly after that one. I'm going to go ahead and take the Reds at home only because they're at home. The Bulls are not. They picked out their first one of the year, I think, this year, this, this past week, and against a not good Highlanders team. But the Reds only have one win themselves. So, right. Uh, let me see. Where were the? But where were the Bulls? Just before. Just now they, they were, were in okay. South Africa. They were in, no, they were in. Uh, they're in New Zealand. They, were they? they? I'm sorry, looking at the wrong team. Yeah, oh yeah, they were. Yeah, they were in yeah. South Africa. So okay. they're traveling. Uh, yeah, I'm going Reds. Yep. Because the Reds were only over in New Zealand. That's not not nearly as. That's not so bad. Right. Uh, Shark Stormers. Um, jeez. Well. I've been saying I, I just banged the drum for him, and if I back out on it, yeah. now, I'm gonna look like an idiot. I'm gonna go with the sharks. I'm gonna go with Stormers. Okay. Uh, Jaguars, Highlanders. Sorry, Highlanders. This is not your year. Nope. And it's not your not your day. With not, not gonna be your week either. Yeah. Nope. Yeah, especially with all the rested guys that that they've called. Yuck. Yeah. Uh, and then Brumby's Wartas. Uh, Wartas have looked good in some games and really bad in some games. Brumbies have looked good in most games. Even the one they lost, they lost at the death. So I'm going to go with the Brumbies. I as well. So we got just the one where we just disagree. the one. So we'll see who gets the uh, gets the leg up. All right. With that, thank you very much, everybody, for coming along. This was a this is a fun one. Uh, not not going to be as much to talk about this next week. So I guess we'll have some. Uh, some fantasy stuff that we can probably hit on a little bit harder. You know, thoughts on who's who to pick up, who to sit, and who's worth the, who's worth your money in TRM and all that stuff. Um, so we'll get we'll get into that a little bit more next week because obviously, like I said, not as much to go through. Yeah, but hey, that makes it easy watching this week at least. It does. <laughs> <laughs> and then Free Jacks home opener. If you're in Massachusetts, get your butt down there. Yeah, get, get over there. It's gonna be it's gonna be worth it. I think the match is nearly sold out, so get there quick. It's gonna be a fun time. Uh, other than that, we will uh, we'll be back. We will be back next week. Uh, Fancy Rugby Podcast at gmail.com. We'll get uh, Ask TFRY up for um, Super Rugby Six Nations. Yes, but <laughs> you can just hit us up with Ask TFRY if you really have a Six Nations question. Probably. Uh, but other than that, thank you very much for coming along. Um, make sure that you are giving us a review and we will catch you guys next week. Have a good one. Later. Later.